0: Good afternoon, and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor, and today our guests include Matt Killian, the president of the Brainerd Lakes Chamber, and Peter Olson, museum project director for the Region 5 Children's Museum. Gentlemen, welcome to Community Focus. Hey, thanks, thanks
1: for having me. us uh, on board again, Ken. always appreciate it. Yeah, my good pleasure. to be here.
0: Very good. Matt, maybe we'll start with you, and uh, you can kind of set this up, why... Uh, Peter is joining us today on this edition of Community Focus. We're talking primarily about a very special event coming up next Tuesday, and the uh, larger, if you will, picture involved in the Children's Museum.
1: Yeah, you know, and what we're talking about, I know, Ken and Tess, you know this, because you've attended our Business After Hours events uh, in the past, and those really have been a Chamber's staple in the community for many, many years. Uh, they're really at the peak of their powers right now, so to speak, because uh, we we're able to change the formats and really get people excited about coming again. And so the Business After Hours events are uh, networking events. They're uh, little parties that happen twice a month um, on Tuesdays. And uh, it's an opportunity for a business to showcase its facility, its products, its services. People are able to enjoy food and drink. Uh, They make a lot of connections. You know, the Chamber is really the glue Mm -hmm. in the community. And uh, relationships are really important to make our community strong, make our business community strong. And um, normally when we have these events, and I might add that uh, members and what we'll call future members, (laughs) and the public are always welcome to attend. Uh, But when we have these events, typically they're at established businesses that want to showcase something new or get people in that business again uh, to see what's happening. And since I've been here, and that's six years now, six and a half years, uh, we have never done a business after hours event where we're previewing something that doesn't exist yet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: 2020, what's, you know, it's okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And uh and that makes it exciting and new and fun and and of course what I'm talking about, I'm sure a lot of people have heard the buzz about uh this new regional children's museum that uh that we expect will open sometime in
0: Brainerd. Yeah, very very exciting. All right. Uh, Let's talk with Peter for just a moment Peter, uh, first of all I just want to say I'd love to have your job uh, Based on your title (laughs) Museum Project Director for the Children's (laughs) Museum That must be a lot of fun
2: It is, it is One of my job responsibilities When we're thinking of What the museum's going to look like How it's going to function is to keep saying add more fun (laughs) It's got to be fun Because that's what promote that's what gets the kids fired up to learn. It's all about being able to direct your own learning through the superpower of play and it's just a transformative sort of thing to bring to a community so I'm just thrilled to be part of it.
1: And where does the project sit right now?
2: Yeah it's kind of in the committee member uh so folks have been working on this in the region for several years now uh and we expect we still have a few more years to go before we open uh but a lot of planning work has been done you can imagine pulling together the the planning the resources all the ideas that need to go into this Mm -hmm. all the people who need to be involved um to really make this children's museum just right for Region 5. Uh, it takes a lot of lot of planning work. So we're kind of in the middle of all that right now. And in particular, we're working with the city of Brainerd on, uh, and uh, WSN on um, doing a site master plan to locate the children's museum in Lum Park in northwest Brainerd.
0: Fantastic. Or northeast, Brainerd, actually, I think.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. Yep. Mm-hmm. Northeast. Yep.
0: yep. Northeast. Yep. Um, so Peter, give us a little genesis on how this all started. Uh, who initially said, we need a children's museum <laughs> here, and Brainerd would be a perfect site, or is that part of the process, finding that site, too? Well,
2: you know, um, there, I think there's been some interest for a while in in. Really focusing on children in the region. There's been different groups uh, that have been uh, doing a lot around education and around children's welfare in the region. Um, One, you know, an interesting development was around oh boy, what is that now? Uh, Well, several years ago I opened the Children's Museum down in Mankato. Uh, That was in 2015. Mm -hmm. And some folks at Sourcewell, formerly the National Joint Powers Alliance, the uh, service co-op for Region 5, they uh, got wind of that uh, new children's museum and called me up. uh, And they started really looking into, well, how could uh, Region 5 be part of bringing a children's museum uh, to the Brainerd Lakes area? Uh, And so they were the ones who initiated the, the development of the museum uh, and since then they have uh, provided uh, a, a certain level of seed funding to get us going and now they've turned it over to the community to really make this children's museum come together.
0: You just used uh, one of the words that uh, we all know needs to happen funding. <laughs> uh, yeah. talk, talk about that aspect if you will.
2: Yeah well I you know um, we have Uh, the the Children's Museum really benefits from that initial support from SourceWell. And what that provides us is the space, the resources to do the right amount of planning to make sure this Children's Museum is going to be totally one-of-a-kind, just right for the Brainerd Lakes area, and it's going to sustain uh, well into the future. Uh, You know, however now, as a board of directors... Uh, we're charged with really pulling the whole region together uh, to support the, the development of the museum. Uh, both, um, when you know, at some point we'll be launching a capital campaign mm-hmm. uh, to fund the initial construction and um, build all the exhibits, uh, uh, provide a certain amount of uh, annual operating support. And then once we're open... Uh, The good news with the Children's Museum is that they are really popular. They're the most popular type of museum that exists. Mm -hmm. So they typically earn a lot of revenue through ticket sales, um, memberships, birthday parties, all that fun stuff. But at the same time, there will be some level of gap that we need to go to the community each year Mm -hmm. uh, and ask for annual support. And it's our job as we... uh, you know, develop a full business plan to make sure that we aren't overburdening the community, that we set the right scale and scope mm-hmm. so this children's museum can sustain well, well into the future.
0: Yeah, very interesting. Uh, Peter, and as you talk, you represent the uh, Region 5, if you will, and uh, this will be a regional museum, won't it?
2: Oh, yeah. Yep, that's one of the the intents behind it from that initial planning committee is it's all about building connections across the region, across cities, across towns, even across lakes. So we're building into uh, both the physical built environment, these exhibits that really create that connection of representing the landscapes, the nature, the cultures that you find in north central Minnesota, but also in how we act as a museum. We're going to be highly collaborative, work with whoever um, is interested in uh, making sure that children are um, at the center of everything we think about in Region 5. It's really our job to create all those connections to make sure that we're shining that sort of bright light on childhood.
1: Are there any ideas for the exhibits right now? I mean, are, is that already getting underway of what kind of things will be included in the museum?
2: Yeah, yeah. And, you know, Matt, feel free to jump in on this because Matt was part of that visioning team that came up with some pretty stellar ideas. You just got to, you just, I'll set the stage real quick. You got to imagine, you know, you're maybe three foot tall. <laughs> um, maybe you can read, maybe you can't yet, mm-hmm. and you're walking into this building that is built just for you, and it's got these larger-than-life environments that are designed to launch your imagination.
0: Yeah.
2: Everything is hands-on. Everything is multisensory and exploratory. Um, so I don't know. Matt, do you want to <laughs> share a little bit about
1: what you guys came up with? yeah well, you know I think the the beauty of where the project is right now is there's so much opportunity for the for for people to to weigh in mm-hmm. and um, influence and affect the design of the facility, the exhibits, what the experience is. So we have some ideas, but i I, I hesitate to say this is exactly what it's going to look like, but sure. I'll tell you what. This is I know what this is will, uh, not what it will look like. <laughs> uh-huh. And I had to learn that. Um, because when you think about museums uh, as adults, you think about you go in there and there's an exhibit and then there's... Um,
0: A do not touch uh, sign? Yeah. <laughs> do not touch.
1: Yeah, do not touch. Don't, don't jump in. Don't yeah. participate in the exhibit. Yeah. But also the, there's the interpretive display, right? You're going to read all about what you're saying. And uh, what I've had to learn is that's not how children learn. They're not going to read several paragraphs on you know how the how the history of Brainerd started or something like that, you know. Mm-hmm. And so what we were talking about really is having it um, reflect our natural environment. Um, the lake's water is going to be a huge part of this uh, what kid doesn't like to play with water
0: oh that's right? a,
1: that's very yeah. true yeah. <laughs> yeah so just that that affection there was an idea to have a giant minnow bucket as part of it um, <laughs> there's all kinds yeah. of just just wild exciting ideas um, but it really would reflect the natural environment inside now try to create a connection with the community that these kids live in and hopefully, that either they'll continue to, to live in or come back one day. Mm-hmm. And so that's really important. And, you know, you can't stress enough the importance of those first five years of life. We're going to build this thing so, it, uh, so it's relevant for, you know, a 10-, 11-, 12-year-old even. But oh, wow. you really zeroed in on those elementary age and below. So yeah. that's who we're thinking about. Um, yeah. And I think the cool part about it is if it if it happens... Where we think it's going to, at Lum Park, uh, on the shores of Rice Lake, there in the Mississippi River, um, that would be the first children's museum in the United States that would be on a waterfront.
0: Really? Oh, wow! Yeah, that, that is, which is exciting. Really cool. Yeah.
1: yeah. just thinking yeah. about the one in Duluth. It's not on the waterfront. It's kind of over in the west side. Yeah. Have you guys been to that one? Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, that's uh, actually the fifth oldest in the country. Really? Uh, it's yeah, it's moved quite a few times, and I'd, I'd, I'd add, too, that there, uh, with Lump Park, it's, it'll be the one that we know of where you can actually use the lakes for recreation, mm-hmm. and
0: using the real
2: nature, the water, can be part of the visitor experience. There are some children's museums that are, say, you know, Chicago Children's Museum is on Navy Pier, mm-hmm. you know, so it's on Lake Michigan, but... There's no, there's no uh, way those kids are going to get down in the lake. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> uh, so we could do stuff like, right now we're um, working with um, Extension uh, in the region uh, to develop a master plan for what we're calling our Nature Play Institute. Ooh. And that'll be uh, bringing together the best and the brightest around how we can connect kids to nature through the Children's Museum. Mm-hmm. Um and so just imagine we could be prototyping uh, a toddler's safe dock. Uh, oh, we could yeah. Be, you know, developing um, uh, safe ways for babies' first, uh, uh, family's first camping with their baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's all sorts of ways that that location at Lum Park could just really unleash um, all that. The, Wonder and learning that comes from playing in nature.
0: Oh
1: my in, gosh, this in, is exciting!
0: Yeah, and the more you describe it, the kid inside of me that all of us adults still have is really excited too. So I think parents will be equally uh, as thrilled to be inside of this place.
2: Yep. Yeah, that, that's part of the fun of seeing uh, parents, seeing grandparents having such a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Part of them having a good time is they stand back and they let their 3-year-old, let their 8-year-old take the lead. Yes. And it's just one of the few places where where it's designed for children to be in that role.
0: Mm-hmm. Where they are
2: just such capable learners, and they're able to uh, drive their own experience. It's fun to see their grown-ups enjoy it so much, too.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, Matt, uh, uh, those that attend this event coming up next Tuesday, July 28th from 4.30 to six. They'll be able to find out more and ask questions about the museum at the event.
1: Yeah, absolutely, they will. And um, you know, people. I'd like to just jump in and say that people people ask about Lum Park. Why why Lum Park? You know, why not put put it on three seventy one? Lum Park's tucked away, and I've I've uh, heard from the the long the longtime residents that it has a sordid past. (laughs) Hmm. But I'll. Tell you what, if you haven't been there in a long time, uh, it is a beautiful location back there, and it's highly underutilized. It's perfect for families. That little campground back there, they had the water ski show. and That brought some attention to it. And that's just a, it's the perfect place for revitalization as we continue that in downtown and across Breeders. It's got good uh, highway frontage. It's really in the middle of a lot of Uh, homes uh, with families and young kids. And so when we looked at all that data, it really makes a lot of sense. So, yeah, so next Tuesday, um, when you come, you're going to have complimentary food, uh, an opportunity to enjoy a beverage. It's all outside, so there will be plenty of social distancing there. If people are concerned about that, they want to know what we're doing, this is all outside. Uh, And then there will be four uh, different display boards where we're going to ask uh, uh, some questions to get some advice and ideas about the Children's Museum. So people will have an opportunity to learn more, but also to have uh, a say in how this thing is going to be developed. And that's going to be really our coming out party, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Uh, this uh, This is a way for the community to experience it for the first time. Very cool. Okay, so again, that's Tuesday, which is July twenty eighth, four thirty to six, and Lump Park is uh, what is it sixteen nineteen Northeast Washington and Brainerd. I believe you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And,
0: and we remind people they should RSVP or register at the chamber website to attend. Yes. Correct.
1: Yep. Yep. So uh, RSVP, uh, and again, that's just for us to keep the count. Um, I don't. I hope we'll get to 250. I'm not sure. That would be a very large business after hours. (laughs) We usually average around 120 or so. But we'd we'd love to know if you're coming, and you just go to BrainerdLakesChamber.com, you click on events, and then you'd find that business after hours. There you can register. It's very easy. BrainerdLakesChamber.com, click on events.
2: Very good.
0: Matt, we've run out of time. I was going to ask you a few more uh, questions about events coming up, but folks can find those on your website when they go there to register for next Tuesday's event. And, Peter, we thank you so much for being here today to talk about this. We'd love to have you back to just sit and talk about the museum as we get closer uh, to some of the other things that will be coming up before it starts, Okay.
2: Yeah, that sounds great.
0: Thanks for having me on. Thanks, guys. All right, thank you, thank you, gentlemen. Our guests today: Matt Killian, president of the Brainerd Lakes Chamber, and Peter Olson, the museum project director for the Region Five Children's Museum. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor. And that is today's edition of Community Focus, which you can find on our website at 1067wjjy.com. That's brought to you by Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union. And
1: you can also pick us up on our free downloadable app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.